0: Hey, welcome to Bible Chunks, where we read through the Bible in the chunks, or sections based on themes that it was designed to be read in, so we can get a better handle on the story of God. My name's Kevin. That's enough about me. Let's dive into the Word. Today we'll be reading Mark 1-1 through 3 6, 79 verses today. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in Isaiah the prophet, Behold! And he preached, saying, After me comes he who is mightier than I, the strap of whose sandals I'm not worthy to stoop down and untie. I've baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And when he came up out of the water, immediately he saw the heavens being torn open and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven. And crying out with a loud voice, came out of him. And they were all amazed, so that they questioned among themselves, saying, What is this? A new teaching with authority. He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. And at once his fame spread everywhere throughout all the surrounding region of Galilee. And immediately he left the synagogue and entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Now Simon's mother in law lay ill with a fever, and immediately they told her about him, told him about her. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him. And they found him and said to him, Everyone's looking for you. And he said to them, Let us go on to the next towns that I may preach there also, for that's why I came out. And he went throughout all Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and casting out demons. And a leper came to him, imploring him and kneeling, said to him, If you will, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, he stretched out his hand and touched him and said to him, I will be clean. Now some of the scribes were sitting there questioning in their hearts, Why does this man speak like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? And immediately Jesus, perceiving in his spirit that they thus questioned within themselves, said to them, Why do you question these things in your heart? Which is easier, to say to the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven? Or to say, Rise, take up your bed and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, I say to you, rise, pick up your bed, and go home. And he rose and immediately picked up his bed and went out before them all, so that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, We never saw anything like this. He went out again beside the sea, and all the crowd was coming to him, and he was teaching them. And as he passed by, he saw Levi, the son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax booth. And he said to him, Follow me. And he rose and followed him. Now, John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting. And people came and said to them, Why did John's disciples and the disciples of the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? And Jesus said to them, Can the wedding guests fast while the bridegroom is with them? As long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast in that day. No one sews a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old garment. If he does, the patch tears away from it, the new from the old, and a worse tear is made. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. If he does, the wine will burst the skins, and the wine is destroyed, and so are the skins. But new wine is for fresh wineskins. One Sabbath, he was going through the grain fields, and they made their way. His disciples began to pluck heads of grain, and the Pharisees were saying to him, Look, why are they doing what is not lawful on the Sabbath? And he said to them, Have you never read what David did when he was in need and was hungry? He and those who were with him, How he entered the house of God in the time of Abiathar the high priest and ate the bread of the presence, which is not lawful for anyone but the priests to eat, and also gave it to those who were with him. And he said to them, The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Again, he entered the synagogue, and a man was there with a withered hand. And they watched Jesus to see whether he would heal him on the Sabbath, Well, we start today on Mark's account of what happened with Jesus. We have the fourfold gospel account, so it's one story told by four different authors, all giving various perspectives on who Jesus was, what he did, what he taught, and what he accomplished. I always think of it, living in Boston, I always think of it if you come in towards the city from the southwest, you can see a lot of greenery surrounding the city, and and it's the city of Boston is beautiful, and, and, and you can kind of see uh, the, what's called the emerald necklace surrounding it, and it, it's really beautiful. But if you come into the city from, from the east, from, from the ocean, and you look at it there, then it, it's a totally different view, but it's the same city. And then if you fly into Boston, you see the, the the city from above, and it's a totally different view. You can get a different perspective. And, and similarly, the four gospel writers write the same account, but in different ways, emphasizing different things. And we can see here that whereas Matthew was very detail-oriented, he had a very, uh, very m- methodical approach to how he laid out the the life and ministry and death of jesus and resurrection Uh, mark also has a very methodical approach but it's it's a it's a different perspective and it's much more fast paced i don't know how many times we said immediately but mark is very interested in immediately in things happening quickly, in the fact that Jesus is doing these things, and so he's rushing the story along. And then when he gets to something like uh, when he heals uh, the the man, uh, the paralytic, the story where they, they let him down through the roof, he slows down, which causes you as a reader, if you're reading, to, to lean into that story a little bit deeper because he's, he's proving a point that Jesus is, he, he tells you right off the bat, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the son of God. So he's not pulling his punches. He's saying this man was the son of God, is the son of God. He was prophesied. We saw John the Baptist acting like Elijah. We, you know, all of these things come before. So Jesus is again, checking the boxes. Now he doesn't include a genealogy like Matthew and and Luke do because he has a different purpose for writing. But when he leans in to the, the paralytic healing, he's showing the point of that is that The Son of Man, the Son of God, has the authority to forgive sins. He slows down to tell us that story in such a way that it proves, it shows, that Jesus had the authority to forgive this man his sins, and he proves it by claiming to forgive his sins, which is something invisible that we can't see. I can tell you that your sins are forgiven, it doesn't mean anything because I don't have the authority to do that. The scribes and the Pharisees, they know who has the authority to do that, it's God alone. And so when Jesus then says pick up your mat and walk and the paralyzed man gets up that's proving if I have the authority to heal this man and and cause him to get up and walk then I have the authority to forgive his sins as well and immediately they go out and start plotting against him to crucify him to have him killed and so there's some teaching about fasting in the sabbath so again questions about the law questions about the purpose of the law and and how to keep the law faithfully Jesus claiming that the the Sabbath isn't the, the Sabbath was made for man not man for the Sabbath the man isn't here to serve the Sabbath the Sabbath is here to serve man so if you understand the heart of the law to do good to love your neighbor to love God then of course you can do good on the Sabbath that's not breaking God's command it's breaking the commands that people have set up and so uh, again immediately he enters the synagogue and we see again he, so first, he's 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 healing the paralyzed man on the Sabbath. He's picking heads of grain on the Sabbath with his disciples, which he points back to David in the Old Testament saying, he did it. <laughs> Why can't we do it? And and the same thing with the man with the withered hand. Uh, he heals him on the Sabbath. And I think now it seems as though he's intentionally doing it. He's, he's showing them, kind of provoking them to reveal what's actually inside of them. And so... As we wrap up today, I'd ask you to consider what does this section of scripture tell you about who God is, what he's like, and what he wants for the world? What does this section of scripture reveal about yourself and, and promises that you need to le- lean into or, or things that you need to repent of? And finally, what was it that the Holy Spirit was stirring up while we were reading? Take those thoughts. Turn them into prayers. we will be right here again tomorrow. Till then, God bless.